Hey everybody, on today's Locked on Bama, Jimmy is going to start his very famous countdown of the roster. This is something we do every year and it's a ton of fun. We're also going to tell you why you should ditch Major League Baseball in favor of college baseball and college softball, the, the two sports that are much more fun to watch. Finally, we're going to talk a little bit about the Tide taking on Texas A&M tonight in a game that's very, very crucial. We'll do all that on Locked on Bama right now. You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, and Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Very excited about sports uh, as we record this. It's a huge sports day for Alabama. It's crazy that this is a, a Wednesday uh, because here we are Wednesday, middle of the week, second day of March. And today, just in one single day, the uh, women's golf team is on Golf Network and the Darius Rucker Intercollegiate. The women play an SEC basketball tournament game against Auburn. The softball team plays UAB at home later today. The baseball team plays at home against Troy, and the basketball team plays tonight on SEC Network against uh, Texas A&M. So five uh, big sporting events today for uh, Alabama, and uh, all of them in their own way are pretty exciting. Uh, they really are. A lot of fun. We want to thank everybody for making this your first listen every single day. You guys are the best, even though we now have been recording a little late of late because – uh, I've been moving out of my house. I've been doing some AHSA stuff. Things have been bananas. Usually Jimmy and I try to do this the day before, but we're playing a little catch up right now. So thank you guys for bearing with us. also want to thank Run Your Pool for sponsoring this podcast. You guys are the best. Can't wait for the bracket to come out so that we can all get knee deep in Run Your Pool. And I'll tell you about that in just a little bit. Jimmy, um, to cut this first segment a little bit short, we're going to in the next two segments, I think what we'll do is talk about your ranking of the roster, the football roster for the going into the spring. Uh, this is always something we've done with Crimson Country Club back in the day. And now we're going to continue it locked on Bama. It's a ton of fun. But, uh, you know, one thing I want to throw out there, look, I know Alabama baseball lost last night, <clears throat> five to four, six to five, whatever the heck it was. Doesn't matter. They lost to UT Martin, I think it was. And um, so be it. I'm not going to go into this spiel about, you know, uh, our pitching or our hitting or why we didn't bunt or I don't know any of that, but I do know this, that there is no major league sport that is more out of touch with its fans and humanity and society in general than major league baseball. That's why I've always hated baseball. I've always felt like they treat their fans like crap. And um, I don't understand why people keep going back to it because the owners are greedy. The players appear greedy and it's, it's just not a lot of fun. I just don't – it's an arduous 162-game season that takes forever. And then in the end, they now have these one-game playoffs that make no sense in a sport that is a grind. Um, I just don't like Major League Baseball, and I never have, and I'm not sure I ever will. And now they've decided that the negotiations are so bad that they're going to cancel the first two weeks of the season, which I'm thrilled about. I'm fine, and I'll tell you why. Because while I don't like baseball as a sport much, because when you're 6'5 and you're lanky, you're probably not going to be a great baseball player. I wasn't. I was terrible at it. Um, so maybe there is some jealousy 
uh, of other people who are good at it. I don't know. Whatever it is, I don't like it. And I'll say this, though. I enjoy watching college baseball. I don't know all the rules. I don't know. I still don't know what the hell a balk is. I know kind of what it is. Nobody ever really explains it. Um, but I love college baseball. It's fun. It seems like it's organic. And I really love college softball. College softball is a ton of fun. It's it's compact. It's quick. It's exciting. You have good pitching sometimes. You have good hitting sometimes. Um, and Alabama's good, so which also makes it better. But, you know, even with Alabama losing last night, I would much rather watch the Tide play UT Martin on a Wednesday night at 530 than I would the Yankees play the Red Sox in, in uh, Fenway. And that's just – that's me. I know there's some Major League Baseball fans out there, and kudos to you for sticking with it for a sport that craps on you all the time. But, um, you know, college baseball doesn't do that. And here's a chance for us as a sports society to give college baseball and college softball their just rewards. Because if Major League Baseball is not going to get their act together, and it doesn't appear that they are, the two sides are so far apart according to the respective sides, that maybe they won't be around uh, this year at all. Who knows? So why not let's all put our focus on college baseball and college softball and, and give those young people, young athletes that, that aren't cashing in all these huge NIL deals and aren't uh, making some people uh, move away from the college game of basketball and football. Let's make them happy for a little bit. What do you say? Uh, I'm definitely pro, uh, pro. Uh, I'm for college baseball and college softball taking on a bigger role with major league baseball not on television i think it's an excellent opportunity for espn and their platforms even fox sports and their platforms if they would agree to do it uh, to just put on more college baseball i think the more college baseball that's on tv the more college softball that's on tv the more popular it's going to be and uh you certainly won't see the same issues in those sports that we're seeing in major league baseball uh and, and i would encourage anyone that's interested you know, and what's going on with, with the Major League Baseball to read um, articles and columns from Jeff Passan and Ken Rosenthal, Evan Drellick, the, the, the best of the baseball writers, Peter Gammons. Um, you know, there's a lot of these guys that know the issues that are con in contention or, or contentious. And, and what uh, I, I think everyone should educate themselves on that before having a real strong opinion about, you know, whether this is the owner's fault or the player's fault or both their fault. But, you know, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it, there's not going to be Major League Baseball on opening day. Uh, it's a sham. It's more than a shame. It's a sham. It's uh, ridiculous that the 30 owners, uh, who, by the way, locked the players out and then canceled opening day. The players didn't do that. The owners did that uh, because the players would not agree to their proposals uh, and therefore uh, everyone should watch college baseball. Don't watch uh, Alabama play yesterday against UT Martin. That was bad. You let but, that uh, one go. Yeah. But believe it or not though, uh, I, I do think, I know it's, it's, it's a, a bad loss, but I, I think Alabama is pretty good this year. Uh, look, it's baseball. Baseball's different than the other sports while they play 162 of them in the major leagues, while they play 60 of them in college baseball. There's a lot of good baseball players out there. These, quote, smaller schools have a lot of good players. Um, you know, pitching uh, means everything. Alabama threw a lot of freshmen yesterday, started a true freshman 
through freshmen throughout the game. Uh, they did score. Alabama did score six runs after not, uh, I think, only scoring one in three games in, in Austin, Texas. Uh, they have one guy with three hits and four or five other guys with two hits. Uh, still having a problem pushing runs against the plate, even with all those hits. But I, I think Alabama baseball is not as bad as this four-game losing streak w- would have you think. Uh, but they're, they're also not a team that's going to contend for a spot in Omaha at the end of the year. We're, it's still a building program. But it is ascending because the talent level is ascending, and uh, there are good times ahead. Uh, meanwhile, Alabama softball uh, – Gosh, let me pull it up. Ready for this stat, Luke? Uh, I'm Hang gonna... on. Save okay, that stat for after this I'll... live read, uh, and you we'll do run it. down that quickly and then have a couple of mentions about this A&M game. And then I want to get into this countdown because that's what everybody wants to talk about, I know. But I do want to tell everybody about Built Bar. It's that time of year that you've given up on your uh, your New Year's resolutions. I mean, we're in March now. You ditched those things March 3rd. But if you're eating Built Bars, you didn't have to ditch them. They're already helping you lose weight. If you tried the puffs, if you haven't, you're missing out. These are the best tasting built bars they make. I mean, they're awesome. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. Come on, man. They're a treat. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors like yummy, yummy cinnamon and any churro. You try and spell cinnamon and any coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, all good. They're so awesome. I love them. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, even the puffs, 100% real chocolate. 100% real chocolate. Not 101% real chocolate. That's impossible. 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bar with these, and I'm telling you, you'll love them. You'll start losing weight, and you'll thank me later. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Built.com, LOCKED15, 15% off that order. LOCKED. 15, all one word jumbled up together with 15 on the end. 15% off that order. Can't beat that with a stick. Go check out Bilt Bar. All right, Jimmy, tell me the stat you want to tell me. The Alabama softball team, you know, I think I think you know that they're pretty good, right? Uh, they've played 15 games and they're 15-0, and 0, and that's good. I mean, there's and they've played five ranked teams and have beaten those five ranked teams. So that's pretty good. The cumulative score in Alabama softball this year, Alabama has outscored all opponents 102 to 13. Good Lord. You know I you, Jimmy, that sounds about like Nick Saban's record over the last like seven or eight years, doesn't it? That's yeah. weird. Yeah, and if you're like, oh, well, they're really good at beating up on the tomato cans. Well, a third of their games have been against ranked teams. And against ranked teams, the five games against them, Alabama 31, opponents won. 31 to 1 against the ranked teams. All right, really quickly, Jimmy, uh, Bama A&M tonight. Um, this is the second senior night <laughs> we're going to have. Uh, I do like having senior night on a weekend. I think that's much better for the families to be able to come there. I think that's much smarter. But um, we do have an A&M at home. A&M did just have a nice win over Ole Miss, but otherwise they've kind of stunk up the place of late. Alabama needs to get this win tonight, right? Yeah, uh, Alabama will be a, a big favorite. Uh, a loss would be—I mean, it, it's not—it wouldn't be a great win, but it would be a terrible loss, uh, and that's the way to look at it. And, and here's another way to look at it: I think Alabama played really well against South Carolina. We talked about this the whole season, especially when Alabama was in a bit of a rut in January. Uh, this we said, well, you want to be playing your best basketball in March, not January. 
and, and maybe we're seeing that happen. Several Alabama players are now playing their best basketball of the year. <clears throat> and Quinterly's playing better. I think Shaq is, is uh, you know, found his shot last game. J.D. Davison is playing better. Betty Yako better. Keon Ellis better. Let's keep that up. Let's keep playing well in March. We'll see what happens Saturday. Saturday is going to be a tougher game, Luke, than maybe Thursday and Friday of the SEC tournament. You know, a, ro- a true road game against LSU uh, in Baton Rouge. But, uh, but let's just keep playing well. Uh, and, and keep momentum playing your best basketball of the year. If Alabama plays its best basketball, then tonight's game is not very close. You know, I, I had this thought while you were talking. First of all, you have no idea what the word quick means. Um, <laughs> no, no. And, like, your quickies must last like an hour and a half. The women must love you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I mean, sir. I'm like, give me a quick thing. Okay, so let me tell you about it. I, I do like it. Jimmy, Jimmy's chock full of information. All right, here's what we're going to do, Jimmy. We're going to go ahead and knock out two of your roster countdown folks right now and then do the rest. You're doing this piecemeal because it would be pretty much insane to do them all at once. It looks like you got one, two, three, four, five, six of them done today. So let's start. Um, and, of course, you're starting with number 63 because I guess right now there are only 63 folks on the roster, right? Well, uh, well, right. This is all scholarship guys, no walk-ons. And it's also not included. This is the spring roster. All the players okay. are going to be out in spring minus the early enrollee freshmen. Because gotcha. what we're, because we're ranking the roster based on what we've seen from these guys. This has nothing to do with recruiting hype or where you are ranked in recruiting. It has all to do with what you've done at Alabama. The other way to look at it is it's if someone asks you, who's the best player? that plays for Alabama. So I'm ranking the answers from first to 63rd, you know, because, you know, first is going to be, you know, no spoiler alerts here, but obviously it's going to be Bryce or Will Anderson, you know, in first. So, uh, but there's 63 guys. If you take out the early enrollees and my number 63, unfortunately for this kid, and I hope he can prove us wrong this spring is Caden Clark, uh, the tight end from Ohio. Uh, He he just hasn't played. Well, he's been there for three years, and uh, I, I just bring up, he, he's a guy that's worn a variety of shirts from uh, gray ones to uh, red ones. Uh, what he hasn't done is uh, playing a game. Uh, and, and for that reason, you know, we have him at 63, but he has a, a nice opportunity this spring. Well, he does because we obviously need some tight end help, but I think we're bringing in more tight end help. And so I'm, I'm again, I go back to um, – our superlatives that we do on signing classes. If I remember right, I had Caden Clark as a guy who um, we called it a category of eventually to be medical redshirted or to hit the transfer portal. And I'm a little shocked. Caden Clark is still here because we have not heard him, his name much at all. And again, that we're not cutting on the kid. I mean, you're playing at, at Nick Saban's salad days, university of Alabama. This is the, the height of the height. Caden Clark would probably be a star on 50% of the teams in Division One, So that that's not a cut. To, to simply be offered a scholarship by Alabama means you are a certified badass, right? So this has nothing to do with Caden Clark is, is trash. No, Caden Clark's a, a, probably a fantastic player. He's, he's just on a team full of really, really fantastic players as literally the train that comes by my office in the morning. <laughs> Coming by, I don't know if you can hear it. It's really I irritating. It. I hate it more than y'all. Uh, I'm. I like I'm, it. Reminds me of Tuscaloosa. 
Okay. All right. Well, good. I think it just zipped on by here. So, anywho. Six, um, 62, we have Jacquez Robinson, the uh, cornerback from Sandalwood in Jacksonville. Again, he's been on the team for, I think this will be his third season. Uh, hasn't played uh, in the games. Uh, and, and more corners like Earl Little are coming in that are likely to leapfrog some veterans. Uh, Jacquez has been on the team for a while, and we just hadn't seen him play. So, had to rank him down here. Probably a good player. Wouldn't be surprised that once he graduates to see him grad portal out to someplace he can play. Came in as a pretty highly recruited guy, 6'2", great size for a corner. Just hasn't been able to get on the field yet. Uh, this spring's a good opportunity because the starting corners are gone. Job and Jalen Armour Davis moved on, so it's a wide open thing. And uh, Jacquez, I think it's kind of a now or never situation for you, pal. Jimmy, we're going to go ahead and take another break here and let you finish up these guys. When we come back, I want to tell everybody about Run Your Pool right now. This is what I, the, the sponsor of this particular podcast today. March Madness is only like, what, a week and a half away? That means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets. And RunYourPool.com is where you want to be running those brackets, along with standard brackets. Run Your Pool offers games like Survivor or Pick X, both really fun in their own way. They have options to edit scoring and they can do all this stuff. They've got more intel than CBS or ESPN. A lot of stuff you won't find at those other spots too. If you got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that madness, magic, and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Clearly, uh, on uh, the, the folks here at Locked On believe in Run Your Pool because like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. Like we use this product. Uh, seriously. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com backslash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter pure madness at checkout for a $10 coupon off your custom pool. That's pure madness, all one word. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com backslash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing and beating you there because we're cocky like that. Also want to tell you about Rock Auto. All the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. Save time and money when you use Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Example, look, you got a Honda Odyssey and the fuel pump is $353 from the local chain store. It's 216 from Rock Auto. That's a boatload of savings right there. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every single customer. They have everything you need, everything, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Example, we encourage you uh, to discover your own carport needs and discover how Rock Auto can help and share with all your friends and family. Just, just go try it out, and, and I promise you, you'll love them. Go explore their easy-to-use website today. Find the solution to your auto part needs. You're going to love it. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you here at Locked On Bama. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts for car we'll ever need. Rockado.com. All right, so let's continue this countdown, Jimmy. Uh, yes, we have sir. made our way up to number sixty-one, Mister Tanner Boyle. Is it Bowles? Is Bowles? Sorry, Bowles. And you know one thing about him, and and this is kind of weird to me, where the exciting stuff starts. Um, yeah, I'm pretty high on Tanner Bowles. Um, one thing about offensive linemen, Luke, they're they're famously the offensive line produces late bloomers and and guys that develop over time. Uh, I'm not going to be shocked if now heading into you know a redshirt sophomore, redshirt junior year, if all of a sudden we find out hey this guy's pretty good. Um, so I, I don't rule out Bowles 
making a run at the two deep. I don't rule him out transferring and starting somewhere else. Or I wouldn't be shocked to one year from now still have him ranked down here. Uh, we'll see. But offensive line is, is, is the position where kids develop over time. So even though I rank him at 61, uh, I'm not giving up on this guy. Yeah, I'm not giving up on anybody on the offensive line right now either. Um, Tanner Bowles was the kind of guy when he committed, I think everybody was a little surprised, um, but but the Tide staff loved him. I remember that vividly, that uh, Alabama staff loved him a lot more than a lot of the rankings, et cetera. And so I think everybody was like, let's let's see how this pans out. And I'm I'm still there. I mean, look, he's he is in his third season and he hadn't made a huge dent. But, you know, again, I I hate to use these examples because they're always the outlier. You know, it's like um, when people tell you, well, stars don't matter. Uh, so and so was only a one star uh, and Hunter Renfro was a walk on. Yeah, he's the outlier. Or right. same thing when I say, you know, I hate to um, crap on anybody too early. Uh, you know, if they've been there three years and hadn't made a dent, because you know Mac Jones didn't make a dent till he was a senior. So, but that he Mac Jones is the outlier. He's the total outlier. So, anyway, uh, Braylon Ingraham. This is one that's. Yeah. Jimmy, I thought, he, I thought he was going to be a bigger deal. Um, mm-hmm. he, it just hadn't. It hadn't come through yet. Whereas, I, it's weird that I, I'm sitting here going, you know, give Tanner Bowles a little bit more time potentially. See, I thought of Tanner Bowles as a development when he got to Alabama, so I'm not surprised by right. this. I thought Ingraham could be the kind of guy that, like, second year or maybe even midway through the first year, he may be a thing, and that hadn't happened. That's right. He was hurt last year, so so to some, to some extent, this isn't really fair to have him here based on the fact I'm not sure whether he was out for the year or was out for part of the year and then couldn't get on the field uh, because of the depth of the position. Uh, not giving up on him either, but uh, one difference between him and, and Bowles is defensive line is less developmental than offensive line. It is still developmental, but less. And secondly, there's 15 defensive linemen on scholarship. Uh, some highly recruited guys like Curtis Perry coming in that are likely to jump some of the vets. And uh, I, I think this spring is a now or never time for him also but his position room is really crowded. So uh, I'm not sure I'd want to be holding a lot of Braylon Ingram stock right now. Um, but on the other hand, he was a highly recruited guy from a really good program. And uh, and we'll see. I was excited to sign him. Well, you called him Ingram. I said Ingraham. Which one yeah, of us is right? right? That's first. Yeah. That's I, another I think, problem. I think it's Ingram. I think it's Ingram. But I agree with anyone that looks at his name and pronounces it Ingraham. It only makes all the sense in the world. I think it's Ingram. Uh, I will. Uh, we'll look it up and have an answer for it. A lot of people don't know on the Alabama roster, and uh, I, I can pull that up here on the Alabama roster now online. There's actually a pronunciation guide. Okay. Uh, well, that's also a bad sign if we don't know how to pronounce your name and it's not Tungo Valo. Yeah, not year one. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it's not. It's not year one. You know, uh, it takes us a while to catch on sometimes, but it, but the kid's been around. Uh, there is a pronunciation on Ingram. Ingram. Okay. Ingram. Okay. Now, finally, I want you to combine these two in the in the essence of time here. Um, Quandarius Robinson at 59, also a guy that I thought was going to be a thing and it just hadn't materialized. Yep. Um, and Jaden Roberts, who, again, 
Um, redshirt season last year, but but I like him a lot. And he's a monster of a human being. Uh, ironically, these are also two guys that were. I think both of them were committed to Auburn at one time, and we flipped them, right? I know uh, Q was definitely was. Team. Q. Uh, Jaden Roberts was committed to Auburn, and we flipped him. Uh, uh, Q was either a lean to Auburn. Uh, I don't remember whether he committed there or not, but he was definitely a lean there at one point. Uh, I hated ranking both these guys that low because, again, I'm still high on both of them. Uh, Q actually played quite a bit on special teams last year. I won't be surprised at all if he's not a significant player on special teams this upcoming season. And maybe he's improved at outside linebacker, but he's got Will Anderson ahead of him. He's got Dallas Turner ahead of him. Chris Braswell's ahead of him. It's going to be tough for him to get on the field. Now, here comes Jeremiah Alexander. One note about Q's development, still listed at 220 on the uh, on yeah. the roster. That's awfully uh, light uh, for that position, and I imagine he has a trouble holding up against the run uh, at that size. Jane Roberts, uh, he's just redshirted last year. Again, kind of unfair because we, he hasn't been there very long. I'll just say that to this point, I'm not super high on him eventually becoming a starter, but check back with me. Uh, it's too early. It's a developmental spot. He's still working on reshaping his body. I would just say right now, if we're all betting today on um, which one of the offensive linemen in the room, and, and again, we have 15 offensive linemen on scholarship this fall, if we're betting on who's never going to be a starter, I mean, I, I would bet that, that Roberts isn't going to, to be one, uh, but it's awfully early and I'm pulling for him. Uh, Jimmy, I did just look it up. Quindarius Robinson was committed to Auburn, and Alabama did flip him. So th that's two Auburn flips right there. Um, so nice. that's going to do it for this episode. We will continue this countdown uh, as the week goes on, and we'll also talk about Alabama, hopefully their big win over Texas A&M, uh, which will take place tonight. And we'll talk about that tomorrow, and we'll do some other things later on, and here we go. So uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Bama. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you, and roll tide. Roll tide.